0: reorg europe podcast your weekly roundup of the most interesting trends and developments in performing credit stressed and distressed restructuring and post reorg in the european and semia markets it's tuesday may 31st i'm andrew ross coming up this week staff writer katrina Dacey will discuss eg group which agreed to sell the majority of its uk and irish fuel food service and grocery business to asda Reporter Farouk Balak will then talk to us about why the loans of France based private label confectionery maker Biscuit International have been surging over 10 points this month. Senior editor Magnus Sherman will then talk to us about the impact of the win of Recep Erdogan as president of Turkey on the country's Eurobonds. Finally, senior reporter Beatrice Mervolian will give us a roundup of what's going on in the primary market. Hi, Katharina. On Tuesday, we woke up to the big news that EG Group agreed to sell the majority of its UK and Irish fuel, food service and grocery business to Asda. Tell us more about this.
1: Yes, indeed, Andrew. EG Group agreed to sell it for £2.27 billion, creating a group with a combined revenues of £30 billion. Funding comes via £450 million of new equity from shareholders the Issa Brothers and TDR Capital, who own both uh, EG and Asta. There is a £770 million of new term loan debt from Apollo, as well as a £1.1 billion from a mix of property-related deals, which are still uh, being finalised. The deal goes a long way to addressing EEG's group debt problem, bringing leverage to about 5.5 times where refinancing its $9 billion debt starts to look realistic. The UK Competition and Markets Authority also accepted EEG's plan to sell off 13 sites to avoid antitrust concerns Investors had worried about further regulatory hurdles, but EG said it does not accept, uh, accept any. There was also good news for As bondholders because EG's group uh, $1.2 billion pound in real estate will be included in the security package backing assets secured bonds instead of the new debt being issued above them in the cap stack. Sources also welcomed the new equity as a show of commitment to ASDA. So what does it mean? All eyes will be on trading performance, whether the group delivers its promised 100 million pound in synergies. And there'll be questions about what a refi at higher rates will look like. But for now, EG Group looks a lot safer.
0: Hi Faruk. Uh Biscuit International loans surged
2: over 10 points this month, what's behind the rally? Hi Andrew, um, so Biscuit has posted very strong first quarter results, uh, more than doubling their EBITDA to 21.3 million euros year-over-year, year. but the jump was triggered by management hiking its uh, full-year EBITDA forecast to 141 million uh, from around 85 million previously after they locked in chunky price increases. So if you go back to the Lander call in December, They had guided to strong margin uplifts and told lenders that they had finally secured material price increases starting on the 1st uh, of January, but the results still exceeded the market's expectations. So revenue jumped 29% year over year to about $290 That was driven entirely by price increases as volumes had slipped 7% during the quarter. So management was willing to lose customers that didn't want to take price increases and this was reflected in the contribution margin which improved 47% year-over-year year to 63.9 million. The new CEO, Leon Taviansky, is very focused on the contribution margin per kilogram, which reached 88 cents, uh, materially, materially exceeding expectations of around 60 cents. They are now targeting 1.10 euro 10 in the second quarter and around 1 euro 5 in the third and fourth quarters. Management told lenders it did not want to sell at below 1 euro per kilo going forward, which is around 15% higher than pre-COVID levels.
0: It sounds like the new CEO has restored some disciplined pricing negotiations and is willing to give up volumes in the process.
2: Yes, that's right. uh, uh is a seasoned CEO who is who has worked for sponsor Platinum Equity for many years and is a tough negotiator. However, volumes should pick up slightly in the next quarter. The first quarter volume drop was partly due to biscuit holding back supply to customers until they agreed to price increases. This means that uh, some of the volumes were not lost, but deferred. For the full year, management is budgeting for only a 5% volume drop.
0: So that's like earnings are fully back on track then. And based on the revised full year EBITDA forecast, leverage should come back down to the single digits. Will the company start generating cash again then too?
2: Well, if you look at the first quarter results, you will notice the group generated 2.7 million of uh, free cash flow. But that was driven by the 50 million they drew under the 100 million per note the sponsor Platinum Equity provided to shore up liquidity. So according to our sources, they have drawn a further 30 million under the facility since then. So that takes the total drawn amount to 80 million now. However, the group expects to be uh, free cash flow generative over the full year and aims to repay most of, uh, most of the 84 million drawn at the end of March under its 85 million RCF by year-end. Lovely. Thank you, Farooq.
0: This weekend, Recep Erdogan won another five years as president of Turkey after securing 52% of the votes in the second round of elections. Earlier today, I asked senior editor Magnus Sherman how the result has impacted the country's euro bonds.
3: Well, we've seen uh, two phases, I would say. Um, after the, the first round in Turkey in the middle of May, there was a, um, a, a weakening across the board in Turkish euro bonds, both on the sovereign side and on the corporate side and in the banking sector. Um, bonds fell from between five, six, seven points, a quarter, um, depending on the uh, the maturity. So the, the yield climbed on, on most bonds and the, the currency sold off a little bit as well. But I think it's very important to, to just... Make clear that there was no major sell-off um, uh, in any sector, really. Then there was a two-two week uh, wait, and and then we had the uh, the result this weekend where Erdogan um, won his um, another five years uh, as president in Turkey, and um, it, trading really has been relatively flat uh, since then. Um, and the currency has lost a little bit uh, for Turkish um, for Turkish context, uh, a four percent drop, which is the the, uh, the the movement in the past week, isn't. Super strong, uh, but the the lira is now about uh, twenty point seven uh, against the against the dollar. We've even seen some Turkish corporate bonds um, bounce back a little bit, um, and this uh, most people are attributing this to um, the fact that this uh, process is actually not over. Erdogan may have won, but one of the key questions is who will be in his cabinet. Particularly, who will drive, who will lead the the financial and uh, economic policies? Um, there's talk about Mehmet uh, Simsek, uh, who's a former finance minister, coming back. Nothing has been um, confirmed yet, uh, but there's talk about that. And also, it'll be important uh, to see if the Central Bank of Turkey um, remains with the same governor. Um, Erdogan changed governors uh, there four times during his last um, five year presidential term and um, and the this is a key point because Erdogan holds this um, unconventional view that high interest rates is the as he says the the mother and father of all evil um, so he keeps rates very low despite inflation uh, being what some would say out of control in Turkey it peaked at 85 percent in in October last year uh, the last figures we have are from April that that was about 44 um, percent and as for context GDP growth was four percent in the first quarter of 2023 according to um, to Turkstat so a lot of people in international investors including some of the investors we speak to would like um, a more conventional uh, monetary policy to return to Turkey, um, and people really see a, a, a positive um, environment for Turkey if some of these policies can be normalised a little bit. Because I think it's important to say that a lot of um, analysts are, are impressed with a lot of Turkish corporates, but they are being held back by by this what's happening at the sovereign level and at the political level. And we've also seen this this mismatch. Uh, In the sovereign bonds versus the corporate bonds, normally uh, sovereign bonds will have the lowest yield because they are government debt, Um, and then the corporate will have a a premium on top of that. In Turkey, it's reverse. Uh, A number of companies have bonds yielding lower than the government, which is a very unusual position and tells you something about the, the, the situation in Turkey at the moment. But um, So to conclude, the, the, the situation isn't over. We're looking at the, the cabinet of, uh, of, uh, of Turkey in the future. And once we have that, we, we may see a reaction either up and down um, for, for Turkey.
4: Hi Beatrice, can you tell me what's going on in the primary market? This week activity has been a bit slower because of the UK bank holiday on Monday and half-term holidays. No new deals have been launched this week. However, last week, chemical company Solenus and amusement park operator Merlin priced new notes and diagnostic imaging company Aphidia priced a small term loan B add-on. Solenus priced $1.7 billion and 630 million euros of new 2028 notes. Investors considering the deal said that the company has strong pr- pricing power and recurring revenue and added that sponsor Platinum Equity's sizable contribution to the deal is positive. However, the company is um, the deal is very aggressive in terms of adjustments to EBITDA with leverage likely to be as high as seven times or 7.5 times rather than the 5.5 times level uh, presented by the company and stripping out EBITDA adjustments would, would result in no meaningful free cash flow generation for about two years. Pricing on the dollar and euro-denominated notes widened to 9.75% and 9.625% from, an, from initial price whispers in the high 8% range, and a number of covenant changes were, were made, including to future guarantors and restricted payments to get the deal across the line. Merlin priced its 700 million euro 2030 senior secured notes, which were upsized from 650 million euros early in syndication to pay 7.375%. Investors considering Merlin's new notes said that while the company has seen some recovery from the impact uh, of COVID 19, there's still some progress to be made. Visitor numbers for Merlin, Merlin as a whole are still lower than in 2019. Although Legoland visitor numbers last year returned to the 16 million level recorded in 2019, footfall for the company's midway attractions, which are highly dependent on tourism and consequently uh, were impacted by COVID-19, was still down compared with 2019. However, the company has more than offset lower visitor numbers with higher revenue per capita, increasing sales. Merlin is unlikely to generate much free cash flow in the short term, although Uh, growth capital expenditure will now be lower than it was before the opening of the company's Legoland parks near New York and South Korea. Some catching up is needed in terms of maintenance capex. And the cost of debt will clearly be higher after the refinancing. Although EBITDA may decline uh, slightly in the short term as the UK government's COVID-19 support rolls off, a number of investors said they expected EBITDA and cash to improve in 2024 and 2025.
0: Can you tell me about new debt that's
4: expected to come to the market over the next few weeks or after the summer? So, a few issuers have indicated that they plan to raise uh, to, that they plan to raise new debt. Um, uh, German shoe retailer Birkenstock said it continues to explore strategic options, including external and internal financing, such as debt financing, equ- equity capital market, or via its shareholders, to be able to um, invest in its production capacities. Gym operator Pure Jim told investors in its first quarter earnings presentation that it is, it's exploring financing options in advance of, of bond maturity. The company has um, 490 million euros and 430 million sterling senior secured notes, both of which mature in February 2025. Um, this week, uh, in, investment vehicle AFE, which was previously known as Anacup, ANACAP, and French industrial group FIVE said they were also evaluating refinancing options. And um, there have also been ind- indications that LBO activity is starting to pick up again, including suggestions that banks and private lenders may be lining up to underwrite debt for the buyouts of healthcare group Wellspec Healthcare, for veterinary product company Decra Pharmaceuticals, packaging company Cost- Constantia Flexibles, and software group Civica. The financing for these buyouts is is expected to come to the market after the summer uh, when banks will be in better shape and private credit is also able to provide support when needed. However, there's still a gap in valuations which makes it hard for some of these deals to be struck. Join REORG at the 27th Annual Global ABS
0: Conference in Barcelona from June 13th to 15th. Register today to hear expert Jeff Kramer on the ESG Methodologies and Analytics panel. The three-day conference returns as a major catalyst of structured product deal flow across Europe. Register now at reorg.com or email marketing at reorg.com for more questions. We would like to hear your feedback to help us improve the podcast experience, so please take a moment to complete a short survey at the link attached to this podcast and let us know how we're doing. More information on all the situations and events discussed in this podcast are available on our website, reorg.com. We hope you can join us next Tuesday for another Reorg Europe podcast. Until then, have a great week and thank you very much for listening.